Hello and welcome to a special summer bonus episode of YXC Underground. My name is Eric Anderson and I hope you are having a wonderful summer so far here in the city. I spent the first two weeks of July on a trip to Scandinavia with my dad and I had a really great time there. Uh, we spent time in Norway, uh, specifically Oslo and a city called Narvik which is way up within the Arctic Circle, uh, way in the northern part of Norway which was a pretty crazy experience as the sun just doesn't really go down in Norfolk uh, at this time of year. We would go to bed around 1 a.m. and the sun was up like it was 7 p.m. here in Saskatoon. Uh, so that was pretty neat to see. And the reason for our trip was we, we went there to learn more about my grandpa Anderson's experiences as a member of the Norwegian resistance in World War II. And we learned so much about him, learned so much about the war. I posted a little bit about it on the YXC Underground social media channels, but I did some audio recording uh, during our trip and fingers crossed that it's going to be turned into a radio documentary for CBC Radio, um, highlighting our time in Norway and... Um, talking more about my grandpa's experiences within the war so I'm really excited about that so fingers crossed that that happens and I'm also excited to be back in Saskatoon because summer in Saskatoon is fantastic and I'm so excited to be talking about the Saskatoon Fringe Festival in this bonus episode of the podcast. I should mention that I'm in my backyard right now it's a gorgeous uh Monday evening (laughs) I blanked on the day it's Monday evening uh it's July 31st and I'm in my backyard and uh, I'm looking at my dogs, Sam and Wiley. Wiley just got a haircut today, so he's just looking so handsome. And Sam, you're looking handsome too. Sam came to work with me at Sherbrooke today and was such a good boy. And we're just chilling in the backyard and uh, getting ready for all the events that are going to be happening in terms of the Fringe Festival. There's lots of live theater to take in, wonderful local vendors to check out. The buskers are great. And if you have kids, there's so much to do um, for your kids as well. So it's a really great time of year. The Fringe Festival, it's put on by Saskatoon's 25th Street Theater. It starts August 3rd and goes until the 12th. There's so much going on in the festival, including a return to Broadway Avenue on August 5th and 6th that I felt it warranted a summer bonus episode with one of my favorite people in the whole wide world, and that would be Miss Anita Smith. Uh, Anita is the Artistic and Executive Director for 25th Street Theatre and is basically thinking about the Fringe Festival 365 days a year. When I met up with her last week and asked if she was getting any sleep as the festival was getting closer, she told me that she was actually dreaming of the Fringe Festival. That's how much Anita Smith cares about putting on a fantastic Fringe Festival for us here in Saskatoon. She's dreaming about the Fringe Festival. Now, before we get to our conversation, I quickly want to mention that uh, Season 6 of YXC Underground will drop on September 14th. I am so excited for this upcoming season. Um, I'm going to try some new things this season uh, with more episodes and more online promotion that I'm eager to uh, for you to hear and to see. And I have some great new merchandise, not only for people, but for our four-legged friends as well. So if you have a dog or a cat, uh, look out for some new podcast swag. Uh, I'll share more details as we get closer to September but um, in advance thank you so much for all of your support past and present um, and spreading the word on all things YXE Underground. Okay so on to my conversation with Anita Smith. We met last Friday morning at W.E. Graham Park which is behind Ecole Victoria and uh, it will be the site of many different activities during the Fringe Festival. So uh, we sat down on a park bench and I started by asking Anita how she was feeling a few days before the festival kicks off. Great. Honestly, because I have nine returning staff members and our new staff members this year are fantastic as well. So uh, that's the most we've ever had. So it feels uh, 
like they are capable of taking the ball and running with it a little bit more than maybe they have been in the past. Uh, Jensine and Philippa are two people that I work with year-round at 25th Street and this is I think their third fringe so they're feeling pretty confident which is really nice and it's nice seeing them uh, lead the new people through as well. How, how important is it to have that um, or I guess maybe how nice is it to have that continuity from from year to year? Oh it makes my life infinitely easier. <laughs> um, yeah, it makes, it's, it's a beast, you know, this festival is 10 days long. It's, it's big. We have people coming in from all over the world. We have, I, gosh, let's see, between all of our artisans and our buskers and our theater performers, like we have over a hundred artists that we're coordinating, um, you know, and that doesn't include like the full casts and everything. We have one show this year that has 19 cast members. So, you know, really, yeah. what, what show was that? Oh gosh. Sorry, uh, you on the spot. Bugs and Amber. Bugs and Amber has 19 cast members, so that's a huge local show. Um, you know, so there it takes a lot to to coordinate that many people, and uh, yeah, having people with that sort of institutional knowledge makes everything run a little smoother because we remember the mistakes we made the year before, and we can learn and make things better. Um, what in what ways? Um, I guess what did you learn from from last year? And and I, I wanted to ask you too, like. We've been having these conversations on the podcast for the fringe while there's a pandemic going on. And now I feel like things are like pretty much back to normal. Um, but like, I guess what have, what have you learned from the last couple of years that you can carry over now into the fact that, you know, there, there isn't the social distancing, there isn't the masking, the, like all the things, all the hoops you had to jo- uh, jump through. Like, what have you learned in the last couple of years that you can carry over into a somewhat normal year? Well, you know, sadly, uh, we we know that uh, there the people are frustrated. There's there's anger out there in the world. They're frustrated with the way the past few years have gone, and often that gets transferred to people who are on the front line. You know, working in public service positions. Uh, so we did some de-escalation training last night, actually, uh, to help prepare people uh, for those you know comments that we get uh, where people are unhappy. You know, because before the pandemic, it was like this, and now, and now it's like it's changed, and we want it back to what it was. And it's not that it's gosh, nobody likes the pandemic, but it's not that we're going fully back to the way things were before the pandemic. We're moving forward in in a new way, and so a lot of that too. We, you know, we hear from people like we we want it on Broadway. We want it on Broadway, and there's lots of great things that come with it being on Broadway, and there's lots of things that make it nearly impossible for us to keep it on Broadway. So, uh, we've tried to do a compromise this year with like keeping our main infrastructure in the park, uh, so that it can be up 24 hours a day we don't have to take it down every day Um, and we've done uh, two days where we will be on Broadway as well so it's kind of a combination of the two we're trying to marry the two worlds in a way that's sustainable um, for the organization is it um, it's a big question but is it hard to make everyone happy it's not hard it's impossible It can't happen. Yeah. It can't happen. We cannot make everyone happy. You know, even if you try to, like, you know, the businesses on Broadway don't like the street being closed down for 10 days. Um, but that's fair. That's totally valid. But then there's the public that's like, we love the street being closed for 10 days. And that's, we understand that too, you know. So it's, it, 
and and not all you can't say all the businesses are happy with one thing uh, because they aren't like some businesses like this and some businesses like that some people like this some people like that like it's just impossible and so that's try something i try to communicate to the staff as well is that we are never going to make everyone happy it, we just can't do it but all we can do is do the best that we can with the resources that we have and follow the mandate and the values that have been set out for us to follow you're a good leader. Um, but it's true, though. I, th I think you need, especially especially for your staff, and I think of volunteers as well, like that are on the, the, the sort of front lines that are in, doing a lot of interacting during during the week. It's important to be reminded of, of, of that, why you're doing this, isn't it? It is. And oh, our volunteers are beautiful volunteers, 110 people who give their time. It's amazing. And, and they get a lot of those, you know, those sort of interactions that are maybe not as pleasant um and so you know we want to make sure that they feel safe in dealing with it with this and and giving them the information that they need to pass it on to the public not that we're going to sway anybody right like but but at least if somebody has a question we can try and explain it yeah um thank you for for taking me through that a little bit i, I was curious in terms of how what you learn and, and how you implement it this year um speaking of this year i was looking through the program there's like you said there's looks like amazing shows from all all over the place but some really cool local shows as well anita why why is it important um to have so many local artists and local plays in the saskatoon fringe oh my gosh okay that's a big question and i'm ready to answer it um it's important to have local artists in the saskatoon fringe because we this is an opportunity for them to connect with artists from around the world they will make connections with artists from other places that may lead to a collaboration that may lead to something spectacular so it's really important that they get those connections in addition the fringe and a lot of people seem to not know this so i'm trying to say it a lot more uh, the Fringe is a completely lottery-based selection process. So you don't have to have a, a, a show idea. You just have to have a, a name and pay your entry fee, and we will put your name in the hat, and if you get pulled, you get a spot at the Fringe. We do not jury the selection at all. So it is completely random, and the value of that for local artists, I think, is a lot of times it's a chance for them to connect directly with the community in a way that um, is completely of their own making. They don't have to get permission from someone. They don't have to get cast in a show. They don't have to have someone program their script. They can just say, this is what I'm passionate about and this is the show I want to do. So I'm going to connect with the community right now at the fringe by doing this and it's that's fantastic like that's a pretty incredible opportunity to have especially because while yes the artists do pay a fee to participate in the fringe it is heavily subsidized um so that the true cost of putting on those shows is is subsidized for local artists local artists this way also get a chance to collaborate with their peers they get a chance to invite decision makers in the city to come and see their shows they get to find their artistic voice i think of grums who um is a well-known fringe artist and tours all over the world now but like they credit the Saskatoon Fringe with helping them find their artistic voice. How does that make you feel? Great. It, it reminds me of how important it is. I'm not from, I, I, okay, 
imposter syndrome here, I've never done a fringe show as an artist. I've never been a fringe artist. Um, so I don't know that I fully understood the value um, until I actually started working here and could see what an important role the fringe plays in artistic development for local artists. What, was that something that you, like, it was very clear, like, oh, wow, like the, like an aha moment for you? Uh, probably not in 2019 because I was, like, barely keeping it together. I had only had 90 days to build the fringe. Um, and then 2020 was a weird year. Um, but 2021, I was like, oh, yes, I see it now. I see how this um, can start a career, can like develop a career, can change a career. I, I can see what a difference the Fringe makes. And especially in connecting with Fringe festivals across North America, because we, we meet every two weeks, um, you can see like how somebody can truly build a life by, and a career by becoming a touring Fringe artist. Wow. As, as you were... Um sort of listing off to like especially for a local artist all the benefits but all the the steps um that local artists have to do to to get a fringe show like it, it was sort of dawning on me like it takes a lot of guts and courage to do this doesn't it absolutely and and you can't just be um you it's a crash course in producing really because you can't just uh be a fantastic actor like that's great if you are but you also you like have to produce this show that means you have to put like your team in place you have to market your show you know we will do some of that for you but we can't we're not going to build your poster that's on you to decide how you are going to promote your show uh so yeah you it takes some guts to do it um but i don't know i also think we we get more applications than we can fill each year so you know i think there's a desire out there to to take that step um, okay, I have, a, I have a little cheat sheet in front of me because I wanted to ask you about a couple of things. Um, can you explain to listeners uh, a little bit about the uh, Collaboration Station? Collaboration Station! It's like, um, it's, it's really special to me because uh, I noticed when I had my first fringe in 2019, um, we set up a, a blank piece of wood and I just put out a sign that said, I divided this wood into squares and I said, put out a sign that said, come paint with us. And that piece of wood was full within like 20 minutes like I have this great picture of all these kids lined up painting and I was like okay so there's a there's a desire to like do some hands-on arts engagement activities so that's how collaboration station was born and it is focused at kids uh we we do try and like bring the youngest of our patrons into the collaboration station so that they can have a chance to to build and and make something uh theater related um and and show it off to their friends and family this year it's always been led by angela christie uh and this year is no different so angela's back again and uh they're going to be doing uh, masks and I, I can't remember which show it's focused on it's either wizard of oz or the lion king but they're going to be making masks related to that show and so you know in theory if they come every day of the festival they're going to have a full cast of masks by the end of the festival oh my gosh and then they'll go back to school and they'll start their own fringe play in grade three or whatever grade they're in that's just that's amazing perfect that would be wonderful what a dream come true <laughs> uh the other thing i wanted to ask you about was something that's um that i'm very excited about because i had the pleasure of knowing her a little bit is the thelma pepper art walk can you explain a little bit about that as well oh yeah that is a 
another passion project here. Um, so we were approached by Thelma's sons about the possibility of incorporating the Thelma Pepper art walk into uh, the Saskatoon Fringe. And I, I mean, Eric gifted me a Thelma Pepper book for my birthday. So I was very familiar with who Thelma was. And uh, I, I was thrilled and honored that they would come to us and trust us with this tribute to their mom, who was such an influential person in the community. Um, so this year, the Thelma Pepper Art Walk um, is starting on August 12th at the Fringe site. It's going along the Miwasan Trail. Uh, for those who don't know, Thelma was a photographer. So um, we've rounded up a lot of Polaroid cameras uh, and we are going to be encouraging people to be taking photos uh, during the walk. So uh, everybody's welcome. Everybody is welcome to come. And uh, at the end, there's a, and there's going to be an, a sort of art installation uh, created in Thelma honor of these pictures that have been taken uh, and Kyle has already stopped by Sherbrooke. He has. Kyle's <laughs> wonderful. We had so much fun. Uh, for people that don't know my day job is communications leader at Sherbrooke Community Center long-term care home here in Saskatoon and uh, and Thelma, Thelma's husband lived at Sherbrooke and so Thelma was there lots and after he passed away Thelma continued to come to Sherbrooke and she took incredible photographs, portraits of residents, of staff, of children, volunteers. Um, our cafeteria is named Peppers because um, of Thelma. Um, and so, yes, so Kyle came to Sherbrooke, and he also went to the Global Gathering Place as well? Yeah, he did. So he's been doing some outreach work in the community. He's the artist that's leading the project this year. Um, yeah, so he's been going and doing some some outreach work, and so he's, we you know, we're already going to start the project, or start, you know, the on-site portion of the walk with some of those photos that will be um, put together. And, yeah, I'm really excited to see what it is because, you know, even looking at the photos that have been taken so far, they they feel... I can feel Thelma's influence in those photos. And her sons have just been so lovely to work with. So we're really hopeful people come out and in honor of Thelma. Yeah. Uh, I know we're, we're going to have a busload, maybe two busloads of residents that are going to come. So, yeah, that's going to be amazing. The last thing I wanted to ask you about was the show on August 13th at the Broadway Theatre. Can you tell me about Eleanor's story? Yes. Okay. So Eleanor's story was at the 2022 Fringe. Um, and that was the first year that we did an encore performance. So it's where we brought back a show from a previous Fringe that had been very well received here and we felt was worthy of another run. So last year we brought back Josephine with Tamisha Harris. And this year we're bringing back Eleanor's story with Ingrid Garner. Um, it's enjoyed an off-Broadway run um, between uh, when they were last here and when they're here this time. Um, and it is written about, it is a play based on a book written by Ingrid's grandmother who was a teenager, Amer an American teenager, in Germany during World War II. So it's about her experience of being there during World War II, um, and it's beautifully done. Um, it's really quite a captivating story. So we're doing that as a uh, fringe uh, fundraiser. So we're splitting the gate with the artist, and uh, yeah, we hope people come see it. Um, you've been very generous with, with your time, and I know you're very busy getting everything ready. Um, but I wanted to ask you too, I, I think... Um, for, for some people, they, they, they know the Fringe happens every year. They might not know that, like, the Fringe just doesn't just, like, appear out of nowhere. That it is, um, it takes a lot of work. But it's also a production of 25th Street Theatre. Um, I know 25th Street does lots of things. But, like, this is, 
this is such a, a big event for you guys. Like how much work goes into this throughout the whole year to make these 10 days happen? I, I, it's hard to quantify that. Um, there are three of us that are on staff year round and yeah, we will, we're, I'm already working. I started working on next year's in April. So we're working a full, you know, 15 months in advance of, of when the next festival happens. So it's a huge endeavor. It's huge. Um, and we love it. We're honored to carry that banner, but like, it's important for people to know, like you said, it doesn't just appear. And so if people want things like the fringe, you know, to continue, it's important to get out and support them and participate in them because they don't last forever if nobody is is supporting. So I guess I, that's not just about the fringe. That's just about festivals in general. You know, we've seen a few go away this year and a few new ones pop up. And so I think it's just important for people to know that if you love having those things in your community, it's important to support it. Speaking of 25th Street Theatre, um, would you like to mention anything in terms of like after Fringe in terms of what's going on in the fall maybe for 25th Street Theatre or anything you want to mention at all? <laughs> or have you even thought about that? Oh, you no. Know, haven't, th haven't thought about it. No, of course I have. Um, yes, uh, but I'm waiting for grant funding to tell me that yes, that will absolutely happen. I'm hoping to know what's the date today. I'm hoping to know within the next two days. Uh, and, and so, you know, if you ask me that question in two days, I'll be able to give you a more definitive answer. But I will say that 2024 marks our 50th anniversary. Yeah, and we are the oldest professional theatre company in Saskatoon, so you know that's quite an honour. We predate Shakespeare, we predate Persephone, um, and it would be, yeah, we're, we're hoping to do something special for our 50th. That's wonderful. Um, will you have time at Aldering Fringe to take in any shows and enjoy it, or will you be pretty busy? I have firmly scheduled to see all 18 shows. No! Yes, it's hard but I'm going to do it. Uh, I was able to do it last year, and it is hard. But uh, but I, but if, as long as I stick to the plan <laughs> and the wheels don't fall off the bus, I can go see all 18 shows. Anita Smith, you're amazing. You're one of my favorite people in the world, and thank you very much for, for taking a little bit of time out. Good luck with Fringe. It's it's kind of neat to like be looking at this soccer pitch right now and think like there's going to be all the tents and and high key beer oh yeah, yeah. high key brewing yeah we've yeah. got our we've got a five-star fringe beer this year that's yeah. exciting yeah that's very exciting yeah awesome um thank you for your time today and and best of luck with fringe thank you thanks eric